Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tan, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eton, that's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem, or through our Women of Divine Faith or other ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get into the way, Father, that you will enable us to be doers of your word and not just teachers. We may apply this truth to our lives, Father, that it may give us encouragement, hope, exaltation, that you will speak to us for your people are listening. We thank you, Father. We praise your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. And praise the Lord. Bethlehem. Amen. And that is our goal for this new year. And one of the things we want to get right is that we believe by faith that God is calling us to build this edifice And we're going to build it first by faith. Brick by brick and mortar by mortar by faith. And the way that we do that is we've got to get there before we get there. Amen. The ushers, you should already be standing on your wall, on your door. The preacher should already be uh, preaching from here. And the choir should already be singing from here and practicing in their choir room. The ladies already have a nice lounge over here, amen? And you should get there before you get there, amen? Amen. This is our theme in 2013, to get it right. For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. And uh, we believe that God is getting us right in the year of 2013, this month we're continuing in this series of that I call maintenance. And we want to encourage you to get it right in maintenance. We want to encourage you to stand on this word, Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if you do not give up. The new theme song uh, that you're hearing is from Jackie Velasquez. Trust, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord and never give up. Trust in the Lord and don't quit. Trust in the Lord. You take care of the sowing and God will take care of the growing. We want you to never give up. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Or neighbor, neighbor. never give up. up. Trust God God. in Jesus' name. Trust God in Jesus' name. We're going to share a message today entitled, Blessed One. 
And we pray that before you leave here today, you will be one. That you will be one. We're going to talk about the blessed one. And we pray that before you leave here today, that you will be one. That you will be one. We're going to be looking at Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 through 8. Jeremiah 17, 7 through 8. Would you please stand in reverence to the word of God. Stand symbolically saying that I will stand on the word of God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, I'm going to stand on this word. Let's read it out loud together at the same time on three. One, two, three. Amen. You may be seated in the household of the Lord. Today in a message entitled, Bless One, and to which we want you to be one, we're praying that you learn to, help me say this, that you learn to what? Trust in the Lord. Point number two is what? Temerity in the Lord. Point number three is what? Tree in the Lord. We want Christians to know today that Christians should put their trust in the Lord. Christians should put their trust in the Lord. In this text today, you hear about the drought. The drought for us in our day and time could be a recession or a depression. Interestingly enough, God always lets his people know that that there will be trials on this side of heaven. And there are going to be some drought times in your life. But just because there is a drought doesn't mean that you have that you have to be all dried up. Just because there is a drought doesn't mean that you lose hope in the Lord. Just because you're going through some hard times now or some hard trials doesn't mean that you have to give up. As a matter of fact, the text that we're teaching today will let us know that Regardless of the drought, that we can still be fruitful in the Lord. Regardless of the drought, we can still have hope in the Lord. Regardless of the drought, we can still have victory in the Lord. In the context of the drought, God says that you can be a blessed one. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Or neighbor, you can be a blessed one. But in order 
for you to be a blessed one, you're going to have to do two things. You're going to have to trust in the Lord, number one, and then you're going to have to have confidence in God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, trust in the Lord. Say to your other neighbor, neighbor or neighbor, have confidence in God, in Jesus' name. This first video we're going to see, this young man wrote a song about what it's like to go through those drought times. And he's encouraging the, the body of Christ to trust in the Lord. Will you trust him this morning? Amen. If you want to be a blessed one, first thing you have to do is that you've got to trust in the Lord. For the text says in verse 7, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. And that trust has to be more than a shallow trust. Because we live in a time where many teachers are preaching and teaching what we call the prosperity gospel. And the prosperity gospel uh, tells you that, uh, oh, that if you send your money in, uh, that God uh, will bless you. Uh, and they tell you that God is always uh, in the blessing business. Uh, and they'll let you know, uh, oh, that uh, if something go wrong uh, in your life, uh, it's not because uh, of, uh, oh, you uh, didn't send your money. It's because there's something that you are doing wrong. Uh, oh, but uh, that's a shallow belief of the Christian faith. Uh, oh, and like the song says, uh, that uh, when we trust God, uh, it doesn't just mean that we're trusting him uh, in the good times. Uh, when we trust God, uh, it doesn't just mean that as long as we're wrong, the mountain top uh, that we can trust God and that we can worship him uh, on the mountain top uh, but true trust uh, in the Lord means uh, that I can trust him uh, in the valley of the shadow of death uh, as David said that place uh, where he feared uh, no evil oh you've got to trust him uh, in the valleys uh, you've got to trust him uh, on the way up the, the mountain uh, as the old folk used to sing I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountain but I'm still trusting God I trust God on the way up I trust God on the way down I trust God all the way in the valley as the song says through the heartaches and pain oh through the tears that I have to cry sometimes I have to cry sometimes 
because I lose a loved one. I have to cry sometimes because I get laid off. Oh, I have to cry sometimes because I don't know how to pay my bills. I have to cry sometimes because I get sick in my body. I have to cry sometimes. Oh, because my mate is acting like Beelzebub. I have to cry sometimes because my children are acting like Beelzebub. I have to cry sometimes. But through all the heartaches, through all the pain, through all the tears, I still trust in the Lord. I said I still trust in the Lord. And that's why I'm a blessed one. I'm a blessed one because I've learned the secret to success in life. I've learned the secret oh, to blessings in life. And that secret is simply to trust God. Oh, when I know what he's doing. But to trust God when I don't know what he's doing. To trust God when I'm in a quagmire. To trust God when my mind is discombobulated. To trust God regardless of it all. I don't have to know or understand like we said yesterday with my brother's keepers. Oh, we don't understand sometimes what God is doing. We don't understand sometimes when he takes a loved one away. We don't understand sometimes when he takes that prosperous job away. We don't understand sometimes when he shut us down and it seems like that he's left us, that he's departed us. Oh, it's in those hard times where it's hard to trust in God. But God says this morning, if you want to be a blessed one, you've got to learn to trust him even in the drought. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, trust God in the drought. In the drought. Trust in the Lord. He says, but blessed but bless, I'm so glad, uh, but bless is the one who trusts in the Lord. I, I'm so glad that I don't have to have money in the bank to trust in the Lord. And I'm so glad I don't have to be well in my body to trust in the Lord. I'm so glad that I don't have to be on top of the world to trust in the Lord. And as a result of that, regardless of what I'm going through, guess what? I'm blessed. <laughs> when you trust in the Lord, regardless of what you're going through, you're blessed. Because that's what the text says. Blessed, uh, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. The old folk used to quote this verse all the time. Psalms 34, 8. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Hello, somebody. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. God says this morning, regardless of what you're going through, taste and see that the Lord is good. And not only that, oh, you can be blessed this morning. Oh, because blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. In him. I'm so glad that I don't have to take refuge in alcohol. I'm so glad I don't have to take refuge in smoking a blunt. I, 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 
I'm so glad that I don't have to take refuge. Oh, and lose my mind. God says, all I have to do to be blessed is to trust. <laughs> Boy, that's deep, that's deep, that's deep. Some of you will get it that way on the way home. All I have to do to be blessed is to trust in the Lord. Hello, somebody. Make him my refuge. Ask your neighbor. Neighbor, neighbor. or neighbor, is God your refuge? Another text says that God is my refuge and my strength, an ever-present help in times of trouble. I'm so glad today, this morning, that God had come and enabled me to come to the service this morning to make me a blessed one because I want to be one. Hello, somebody. This next video illustrates the struggle of trusting in the Lord. What text is that? Proverbs what? Amen. Three, five, and six. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Temerity in the Lord, which simply means confidence. It says in verse 7 again, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. Hello, somebody. If you want to be blessed this morning, you've got to trust in the Lord. If you want to be blessed this morning, you've got to put your confidence in him. Put your confidence in him. I pose the question, what are you confident in this morning? Because we all are confident in something. What are you confident in? Some of you, you're confident in the cars that you drive because when you go in the car, you never think twice before you stick your key in the ignition and turn because you have confidence that that car is going to start. Some of you this morning, you have confidence uh, even in these benches that we, or pews that we sit on because when you came in here this morning, you didn't look, you didn't shake it to see if it was sturdy enough, uh, you, you, didn't, you didn't test it. All you did was you came in here and then you just sat down. Hello, somebody. And that's what God is saying to his people this morning. Oh, you've got to have confidence in me to the point that you don't even think about me. Hello, somebody. You wake up in the morning and you, and you put your key in the ignition called prayer. And you start your life uh, and you believe uh, that God is going to take you everywhere you want to be. Everywhere you have to be. Everywhere you want to be because you have uh, confidence uh, in God. Oh, you got to trust God. But when you wake up in the morning, uh, oh, you come and you sit down on him. Uh, oh, when
with your whole life, oh, with your whole heart, you sat down because you trust, you have confidence in God. Some of you have confidence in your job because every Friday or every payday, you don't even think whether or not they're going to pay you. You look for them to pay you. You're looking to get paid. And some of you have direct deposit and you're looking to get paid the night before because it gets there fast. Hello, somebody, because you have confidence in your job and you never think whether they're going to pay you. You never worry whether they're going to pay you. You show up, you do your job and you assume that they will pay you and you have confidence in that job. And that's why for some, it can be very, very hard time to be unemployed because, oh, folk were trusting in their job really more than they were trusting in the Lord. Hello, somebody. Oh, and God says, I'm bigger than that job you work on. Trust and have confidence in me because I'll never lay you off. Have confidence in me because I'll never force you to retire. Have confidence in me because I'll never fire you. Oh, even when you're done right or wrong, I can forgive you if you confess unto me. Trust or have confidence in the Lord with all of your heart. In Jesus' name, say to your neighbor, neighbor, all neighbor, have confidence in God. Have confidence in God. Have confidence in God. You say, expect him to be there. Expect him at times to answer before you call in Jesus' name. Because some of you know what it's like for God to answer you before you call. You got laid off, but you got a job the next day because God answered before you called. Hello, somebody. Somebody in here better learn to have confidence in God. Don't have confidence in the government because your party is in this time. Next time, it'll be the next party. Hello, somebody. And guess what? Oh, America will still survive. Whether your your party is in or not. I like to say that my God don't ride the back of a donkey or elephant. I trust and I have confidence in God. Do you have confidence in God? Do you know that 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 he's there and that he's going to show up uh, and that he's going to show out. Uh, oh, I haven't been blessed my whole life like I am now. I used to have to wake up uh, in the morning and uh, I had to catch the bus uh, to work. Uh, and when I went and got up, uh, oh, about 530 in the morning, I was on the bus stop uh, and I sat down at that bus stop uh, and I waited uh, for the bus to come. Uh, I never thought, what if uh, the bus won't come? Uh, I waited uh, for the bus to come. Uh, and even if the bus didn't come on time I thought that the bus is late because I never thought that the bus would not come. Some of you have more trust in a bus than you have in God. You think just because he's late that he has forgotten you. You think just because he didn't show up in your time you lose your confidence in God. God says I'm more faithful than a bus. Just 
stay on the bus stop, stay on the God stop, and wait for him. And if I don't come when you think I should come, just stay there and wait for me. Have confidence that I'm going to show up. Have confidence that I'm going to show out when I show up. Have confidence that I have enough power to reverse the curse. Have confidence that I have enough power to change your circumstance, to change your situation. All you got to do uh, is wait on him. Uh, yesterday, uh, we talked about it, my brother's keeper. Oh, about waiting on the Lord. Uh, oh, and when we wait on the Lord, he does what? He renews uh, our strength. Uh, hello, somebody. I preached uh, about a month ago, mounting up. Uh, oh, you mount up uh, on wings as eagles. Uh, you'll run uh, and not grow weary. You'll walk uh, and not faint. Uh, oh, if you wait uh, on the Lord, that means uh, you have confidence in God. He's going to show up. It's not a matter of if he shows up. He's going to show up. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, or neighbor, he's going to show up in Jesus' name. I don't think if he's going to show up, I know he's going to show up. Give God a hand clap of praise up in here, up in here, up in here, up in here, because I have confidence in God. Hello, somebody. Do you have that kind of confidence in God? I tell this story every once in a while about my nephew, my nephew Clayton. Oh, when he was young, when he was young, we was going to take him to a, a place that he had never been to, a place, uh, oh, and, and I forgot the name of it. I think it was a place, uh, oh, that, that, that you play a lot of video games or something. Uh, and, 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 and he was talking to another kid, uh, and, 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 and he was saying, uh, oh, that, that, that telling that kid everything that, uh, oh, was at the place that he had never been. He was telling that, that the kid he was talking to, about the place that he'd never been because he had confidence because his uncle told him what was there. Hello, somebody. Are you confident of what's about to happen in your life? I, I don't have to oh, dread the future. Oh, because I know that God is going to meet me there. Oh, let me say it again. I don't have to dread the future because God told me what's there for me. God told me this morning that if I, I'll be blessed. Oh, if I trust in him, that means blessings is in my future. If I trust in him, that means blessings is in my future. If I have confidence in him, I've never been there before. I just heard what God said. And because I heard what God said, I believe it. Because I have confidence in God. Do you believe, church? Hello, somebody. Do you believe, church, that we can build that building? Because God says it's there. He's shown us a picture of it being there. Do you believe today? Do you have confidence in God? Oh, that God's going to do it. Because when you have confidence, you already know it's there. You you keep hearing the preacher telling you to get there before you get there. Hello, somebody. Get there before you get there. That is faith. Confidence. In God is faith, and faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Do you have faith today, church? Do you have faith in God? Do you have confidence in God? Say to your neighbor, 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 I have confidence in God. In Jesus' name.
confidence in God. Psalm 71 5 says, For you have been my hope, sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. Hello, somebody. God is my hope. Hello, somebody. That's why if I'm in the spirit, you'll never see me hopeless. Hello, somebody. Let me say that. If I'm in the spirit, because you know we have both flesh and spirit. If I'm in the spirit, I will never be hopeless. Hello, somebody. Regardless of what the doctors say, I'll never be hopeless. Regardless of what I'm going through, I'll never be hopeless because I have confidence in God. And some of you are like this psalmist. You have confidence since your youth. Hello, somebody. I'm, I'm writing a, a Sunday school lesson in lesson seven that's going to come out uh, next fall for our Sunday school publishing board. And, and the theologians are talking about having a critical memory. Because the people of God in Micah, uh, I'm writing on Micah chapter 6, the people of God um, uh, needed to have a critical memory to remember that it was God who delivered them from Egypt. And he said that, and, and, and the theologian said that if you have a critical memory, it should affect your present day. That means uh, uh, someone who, who knows who God is, like David. David knew God since he was a youth. And what did David do? Or what did God do for David in his youth? Oh, if he had a critical memory, he would think back and say, The Lord delivered me from a lion in my youth. The Lord delivered me from a bear in my youth. Oh, the Lord delivered me from Goliath in my youth. And because of my critical memory, oh, I can have confidence in God today. God has worked in my life Oh, yesterday, and that's why I can trust him today. Oh, I love that hymn that says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, I know, I know, oh, life is worth the living. Yes, because he lives. They had confidence in God. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Oh, neighbor, do you have confidence in God? Do you remember what he did yesterday? Hello, somebody. To have confidence in God in him today. Hello, somebody. Okay, I think, I think y'all not getting it. Y'all not getting it. Y'all not getting it. I got to break it down to you like you are a two-year-old. I got to break it down to Jacob's level. Okay. Amen. Okay. Be a tree. <laughs> Be a tree. God gives this example of a tree. It says that they will be like a tree planted by the waters that sends out its roots by the stream. And it does not fear when heat comes, 
His leaves are always green. Hello, somebody. God is saying to somebody today uh, to be a tree uh, in the Lord. Uh, a tree uh, does not worry about uh, tomorrow. A tree, uh, all a tree does uh, is grow uh, its roots. Uh, hello, somebody. And that tree uh, that's beside the stream uh, grows its roots uh, to where it's getting uh, its roots uh, Oh, from the stream. It not have to depend upon the weather for it to rain. It depends upon its power source. And its power source is the stream. And somebody here today, you've been depending upon the weather. Oh, you are praying that it rain. You see, when you're beside the source, oh, you don't have to pray that it rains. All you have to do is go deeper into the source. And the source is the stream. And the stream, oh, for us, is God. Hello, somebody. The stream is our source of sustenance. That's God. God is our stream. And all we've got to do, like that tree, is to grow our roots deeper into the stream. And when we grow our roots deeper into to the stream. That means that regardless of the rain, regardless of the trout, that means that we're going to be fruitful at all times. Hello somebody. We're going to be fruitful whether this place is full or not. Oh, some preachers will hold back because the place is not full. But that's a lie from the pit of hell. Oh, if the people of God are here, if there are two or three are gathered together in his name we come to this place to worship him in Jesus name oh I know it's a holiday but God don't take the weekend off and I'm going to worship him like it's every day I worship him at all times because my roots are going down to the substance of who God is and I worship him whether there's a choir or not I worship him whether my favorite preacher is preaching or not I worship him whether my favorite Sunday school is teaching or not oh because my source is the Lord. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, be a tree in Jesus' name. Be a tree. You don't have to depend upon, oh, your job. You don't have to depend upon any of that. Depend upon the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Have confidence in the Lord. Be a tree in the Lord. In Jesus' name. Psalms 71, verse 5. Oh, no, I already shared that one. Psalm. Oh, yeah, Psalms 1 and 3. That <laughs> person is like what? A tree planted by streams, what? Of water. And what will that tree do? Yield its fruit and season. And what? His leaves do not wither. What, what, whatever they do, prospers. Are you a blessed one today? Are you like that tree? Hello, somebody. It's easy to preach in season. 
Hello, somebody. It's easy to preach uh, to a crowd. Hello, somebody. But can you preach uh, out of season? Hello, somebody. Can you give a word uh, from the Lord out of season? Uh, when the folk uh, are not saying amen. Uh, when the folk uh, would rather listen to the prosperity preachers uh, and don't want to hear from the word uh, of the Lord. Can you preach in season and out of season? Can you sing uh, in season? Uh, in Odysseys. Can you sing uh, when the place is full? Uh, can you sing uh, unto the Lord uh, when the place uh, is almost empty? It's about him uh, and it's not about me uh, and I'm going to be that tree uh, and I'm going to be prosperous uh, in whatever time uh, because it's not uh, me, uh, it's God uh, and I have uh, confidence uh, in God. Uh, say to your neighbor, neighbor! Oh, neighbor, do you have confidence in God? Oh, I have confidence in God. You see, with God, I have no losing season. Hello, somebody. Football season is about to come. And I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. But I don't have no confidence in them. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Some of you are sooner fans. And some of you have confidence and some of you don't. He said, I don't know what they're going to do. They have a good team. They always have a good team. But I don't know what they're going to do. Oh, but with God, I know what he's going to do. I know he's going to show up every season in my life. In Jesus' name, I say, he's going to show up in every season in my life. It might be a winner in my life, but I'm looking for the Lord to show up. It may be fall in my life, and the leaves are falling off my tree, but guess what? I still have confidence in God, and I still put my roots deep down into my source. Oh, and then I know... That uh, springtime is coming. Say to your neighbor, neighbor, oh neighbor, springtime is coming uh, in Jesus' name. And spring uh, leads to summer. And then I believe, uh, oh, I'm going to be fruitful in the Lord. Uh, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. See, God for us is more like California. You say, why you say God is like California? Well, in California, they don't have all those seasons. Hello, somebody. It's one season. Nice all the time. Hello, somebody. God says to his people, I'm nice all the time for you. Put your trust in me. You'll be blessed. Put your confidence in me. You'll be blessed. Be a tree in me and you will be blessed. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. I've kept us too long. Deacons, will you come? All eyes closed, heads bowed, saints are praying. Now it's time to respond to the word of God. God today wants you to be a blessed one. But in order to be a blessed one, you've got to trust in the Lord. You've got to have Temerity in the Lord. You got to be a tree in the Lord. I'm so glad that Jesus Christ trusts in the Lord on that night 
in the garden of Gethsemane was a time that Jesus had to trust in the Lord. It wasn't springtime in his life. As a matter of fact, it was fall. And the leaves were about to fall from his life. But I'm so glad that he had trust in the Lord. I'm so glad that he had confidence in the Lord. And he said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. He said, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And he left that garden of Gethsemane and he went and to the trial of a lifetime. They accused him of crimes that he didn't commit. They beat him. They mocked him. They scorned him. They put a crown of thorns on his head and a cross on his back and led him through the streets of Jerusalem. And I'm so glad that Jesus had trust in the Lord. I'm so glad that he was confident enough to carry that cross for me and for you. I'm so glad that when he got to that garden of Gethsemane and they laid him out across that cross and nailed him to the cross. I'm so glad that, that he had trust in the Lord. I'm so glad that he had confidence in the Lord. I'm so glad that he could trust him in the winter of his life. As he raised, he was raised up between the two thieves. He had to give up his life, give up the ghost because they couldn't take it away. I'm so glad that he was confident enough to die in the Lord. They took his body from the cross and put him in a borrowed tomb. I'm so glad that in death Jesus trusted and confidence in God. I'm so glad that Jesus treed in the Lord as he hung on that tree and died for our sins and your sins and my sins died. Stayed dead, but I'm so glad and he got up on the third day with all power in his hands. Hello, somebody. He got up with all power in his hands because Jesus had confidence in God. If you're here today and your life is not right with the Lord, hello, somebody. You've got to put your confidence in the Lord. You've got to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Believe that he was the son of God and that he died for your sins and was buried and raised again on the third day. If you can believe, if you can have that much confidence in the Lord, then today you can be saved. If you today want to be saved, slipped out of your seats, come forward. We'll lead you in the prayer of salvation. Hello again. This is Pastor Michael E. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms. And his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. 
But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living king. Because you're a child of the living king, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. With love, believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Falls Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life is changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And This is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, 
just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give 25 50 10 100 and you may be able to do more whatever god is laying on your heart we need you so we can build this vision to a reality may god bless you and keep you is my prayer again go to the website www.heargodsword.com